Coming up, the Rangers tally seven goals and the champs take their first loss. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL, local experts on all of the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. You can subscribe to Locked On NHL on YouTube or wherever else you get your podcasts from. We've got our Locked On NHL hosts here. They're ready to recap all of the action for you from last night. We'll start out with the Sabres, who scored four straight goals and took care of the Senators without too much trouble. Our Locked On Sabres host tells you how Buffalo made it look easy in their season debut. The Buffalo Sabres get off on the right foot to start the 22-23 NHL season. Their first game, the home opener, hosting the Ottawa Senators, and they were led by the kids in victory. What's up, everybody? I'm Jody Biasi from the Locked on Sabres podcast, and the Buffalo Sabres get a 4-1 win to open the season against the team they will likely be competing with in the standings all season in the Ottawa Senators, and they were led by their youth. They were led by 77, J.J. Paterka probably third in the pecking order among their rookies behind Owen Power, behind Jack Quinn. But I truly believe that Paterka was the best player on the ice for the Sabres in this game. He was the number two star of the game behind Craig Anderson, who played phenomenally in net. And Paterka nets his first career NHL goal in a great highlight reel give and go with Dylan Cousins, who, by the way, I thought was the second best player on the ice for the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres, the youngest team in the league coming into this season. The Senators, meanwhile, with the Giroux move and the Debrinket move, this is someone the Sabres will have to stay above if they want any chance of taking a step forward and competing for a playoff spot. So get off. they got off on the right foot. They were led by the kids. I thought the play was pretty 50-50 back and forth, but a good job opening the season for the Buffalo Sabres in a 4-1 to win with two empty net goals. So that, the score got inflated a little bit at the end. For more, check out the Locked On Sabres podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Your team every day. The Flyers fell behind early against the Devils, but scored quickly to take the lead and then pulled away against New Jersey. Locked on Flyers and Devils go over Philly's first win of the year. Well, that is one way to start the regular season for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hey, everyone. I'm Hunter Hodes here with the Locked on Penguins podcast. Back with another Locked on Now video as the Penguins absolutely dismantled the Arizona Coyotes by a final score of 6-2. to two. This game was basically over. Five minutes into their first period, the Penguins blitz the Coyotes, go up 3-0. Arizona's able to get one back in the second period to make it 3-1. Penguins are able to make it 4-1. Arizona's able to answer, and the Penguins are able to fully put it away with a goal to make it 5-2. This game was not close at all. Penguins dominated territorially. Shot attempts, scoring chances, high-danger chances, expected goals, all that. They also got better goaltending, and the power play was also the big difference maker for <clears throat> the Penguins. Um, they're now 1-0 to start this season. It gets a lot tougher, though, on Saturday when the Tampa Bay Lightning come to town, the three-time defending Eastern Conference champions. For more on the Pittsburgh Penguins, you can check out the Locked on Penguins podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The tank has officially begun for Arizona. I'm Robin Leone with Locked on Coyotes, and Arizona just took a 6-2 loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins in their season opener. A terrible loss to take, especially with those three of those six goals from Pittsburgh coming in just the first five minutes and ten seconds. 
of the game. Karelve Melka and the Coyotes were just not ready for that sort of offensive to start the season. Of course, they did end up tightening things up. They only they really only allowed three more games in the rest of the game, three more goals in the rest of the game. But Arizona only getting two goals on their side, both coming from the same player, Nick Ritchie, coming in off the power play. They were got those two goals off a of power play. Arizona looking a little bit better on that side, maybe, but they still have a lot of work to do. We're going to have to talk about this game on the next episode of the Locked On Coyotes Podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Patrick Hornquist broke a 1-1 tie in the third period, and the Florida Panthers took care of the New York Islanders late after neither team scored for the first half of the game. Locked On Panthers and Islanders have more from that matchup in New York. The reigning President's Trophy winners, despite a whole bunch of turnover this offseason, found a way to grind out a win late in this one. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers, on the first game of the season, first of their three road games this season, win on the road against the New York Islanders by a final score of 3-1. to one. The Panthers struggled a little bit out of the gate, and both power play units for both the Panthers and the New York Islanders struggled at first. The PK units were really dominant, and the goalies, if you like goalie matchups, this was one to watch. Sergei Bobrovsky really set the tone for the Panthers and really kept the Florida Panthers in it. And goals by Ed Toulouse-Terrain on a deflection from Radko Gudis, and the forechecking of this fourth line for the Panthers created an opportunity in front of the net for Patrick Hornquist on a wraparound. And Matthew Kachuk, his Panthers debut on his 16th shot attempt, gets an empty net goal in this one. All he needed was a goalie not in in the net. But Matthew Kachuk made his presence felt in in this matchup against the New York Islanders. So to listen to my recap of this 3-1 to win over the New York Islanders, make sure to listen to the latest episode of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. 30 seconds cost the Islanders two points. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders fall in their season opener to the Florida Panthers, 3-1. to one. A solid defensive game for the Isles. The offense was inconsistent, but overall, the problem is the Islanders trailing 1-0, finally tie the game, and then 30 seconds later, give up what turns out to be the game-winning goal. A little defensive breakdown and a wraparound goal ends up beating Ilya Sorokin. Uh, A disappointing start for Lane Lambert, but overall there were some positives to take away from this game and the number of shots on goal probably being the biggest one. The team seems to be trying to shoot more and that's important for the Islanders long term. For more, listen and watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, Austin Matthews scores the game winner to beat the Capitals. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. This edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online. It's the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs. The NHL is back. The NBA is right around the corner. And of course, there's always football to put wagers in on. Whatever you like to bet on, you can do that at betonline.net. It's where the game starts. 
Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Austin Matthews completed the Toronto Maple Leafs comeback against the Capitals to give Toronto its first win of the season and keep Washington winless. Locked On Maple Leafs and Capitals are both in to recap things after the finish. David, victory clap. Victory clap for the Buds. What do you think? What do you think? Nice little dub tonight. Maple Leafs go and, uh, you know, they take care of business in their home opener against the Washington Capitals. I thought that there was a a pretty good response from the team tonight. And, you know, the score wasn't necessarily as lopsided as maybe people wanted to see, perhaps. But overall, I thought that they played a pretty good game and came away with a full two points. Well, that's that game. Sorry. That effort is probably something the players should be more proud of. Yes. Like they actually put in an effort. You saw that they weren't just going with the motions in this game. They were they were taking it right to the Capitals. I mean, how many shots they have in the first period? 21? 22. 22 shots in the first period. I mean, they were down two to one. Uh, but 22 shots. Like they were they were all over them and they had some really good opportunities as well. Yeah, that's that was the big thing, is that they were all over Washington. They were they had 17 scoring chances in the first period, 11 high danger chances in the first for the Maple Leafs, 11 high danger chances in the opening 20 minute frame, expected goals of 2.35. Like if it wasn't for Charlie Lindgren kind of standing on his head a little bit, I mean, that could have been like a three, you know, that they could have been up. They could have had three goals in the first period alone. Uh, based on expectation and relative numbers. Washington Capitals fall in game two of the regular season. Washington couldn't hold on to the lead as Matthews pulled Toronto back ahead to send Toronto fans home happy by winning by a score of three to two. Hi, this is Dan Holmey of Locked On Capitals. After the Leafs jumped out to an early one to nothing lead with a strong power play, the Capitals stormed back to make it two to one. For the first two periods, Lingren was fantastic. He stopped 20 of 21 shots in the first period. Washington didn't generate a single high-danger scoring chance while allowing the Maple Leafs to pick up three such chances shorthanded. The Capitals mustered only three shots on goal on five-on-four situations all night. And the scoring opportunities and the production they got was on the fourth line. Its fourth line once again stepped up to provide some offense when center Nick Dowd took a slick pass from defenseman Eric Gustafson to get Washington on the board. The Capitals home to get in the win column as they take on the Canadians Saturday night. Keep it locked on to Locked On Capitals, and I'll keep you covered all season on your Washington Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your team every day. The New York Rangers poured it on yesterday against the Wild in Minnesota. Seven goals on the way to an easy win on the road. Both our Locked On Rangers and Wild hosts tell you what made things so uneven in this game between playoff teams from last season. Alexi Lafreniere needs to remain in the top six for the New York Rangers going forward. What is going on, everybody? This is John Chick with Locked On New York Rangers. And as much as I would like to, you know, make this uh, this segment about Artemi Panarin, and he was fantastic. I mean, four-point night, just another night at the office. But you guys know how good Artemi Panarin is. My biggest takeaway from this game is that Alexi Lafreniere needs to remain with Panarin and with Vincent Trocek on that second line, even after Vitaly Kravtsov comes back. I mean, when you look at what Panarin has done— with some players that are typically bottom six type players, you know, guys like Jesper Foss, guys like Colin Blackwell. He has 
elevated them to the point where they're somewhat relevant, you know, offensively as players. So if he can do that with guys like, you know, again, Blackwell and Foss, two good examples, then just imagine what this guy can do for Alexi Lafreniere. If Lafreniere stays on that second line and more specifically gets to keep playing with Artemi Panarin, he is going to absolutely explode this year. Uh, that line looked great the entire night. Lafreniere gets a couple of assists, and uh, Rangers roll into a 7-3 win over the Wild, and we are going to discuss all this on the next episode of Locked on New York Rangers. Do not miss it. If you spot Igor Shosturkin in the New York Rangers three goals, you're going to have a bad time. Everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 7-3 opening night loss for the Minnesota Wild to the New York Rangers. And as we alluded to, Wilds gave the Rangers a three-goal lead in the first period, a power play goal for the Rangers, and a couple of other goals to go along with it. The Wilds got a goal from Matt Zuccarello on the power play in the second. They got two goals from Matt Boldy on the night, but ultimately fell flat in the home opener and season opener in front of the home fans. And ultimately, it boils down to this. The Wilds statistically played well in five-on-five against New York, but those three goals that they spotted in the first period just were too much for the Wild to overcome against Igor Shosturkin, the Vesna winner. You can't give a good goalie that type of a lead and expect to be able to come back on them throughout the course of a hockey game. So Wild uh, certainly not going to overreact after a opening night loss. But there's plenty to clean up as the season goes on. And to hear how the Wild will do just that, make sure you're following Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. The reigning champion Colorado Avalanche lost for the first time this season in Calgary last night. Colorado gave up five straight goals in the middle of the game to put the game out of reach. Our Locked On Avalanche host tells you how they let things get out of hand. All right, so the Colorado Avalanche uh, celebrate a opening night victory, pretty comfortable victory over the Chicago Blackhawks. Hop a plane, go north, and play a much better Calgary team, and they drop it 5-3. to three. They scored the first goal in this game, a Bo Byram, kind of like excuse me goal, but after that, it was really all Calgary, but you have to give the Avs credit for battling back. They were down 5-1. to one. And when you're down like that, this team is not built just to roll over and die. They did fight back, uh, and they got it to 5-3, to three, and they had some chances in the end. So there's a lot you can pull out of this uh, that are negative, and there's a lot that you can pull that are positive. And it, it's a, a rough back-to-back situation that every team's going to have to deal with. And for the Avs, it was going up against a really good Calgary team. Yeah, the Colorado Avalanche go into the Saddle Dome and get their first loss in months. Everything that we have experienced in that Chicago game, the banner raising, the emotion, the Stanley Cup merchandise, that's all put behind us. It's 22-23. you got to actually go and play the games. You can't get out shot and expect to win games. Colorado Avalanche realized it's a new season, new challenges. It's time to step it up. Yeah, you're going to win games, you're going to lose games. And, uh, you know, you're just playing a really good team. And, you know, that's not to say the Avalanche are not. Clearly, they are. Uh, but to have a back-to-back right off the get-go, uh, it's a little difficult task to ask them to overcome. Not making excuses for them at all, uh, but it's rough. They ran into their old pal, Nazem Kadri. I'm sure this is, you know, emotion from game one carries over into emotion game two. When you have someone who was a big part of that team, he got his Stanley Cup ring. 
that they all got a couple days earlier. So just a lot going on in the minds and emotions of the Colorado Avalanche. It's a loss. There's going to be more of them. Uh, but for now, you you pick up and you move on. And you don't play till Monday. And it's a division rival with the Minnesota Wild. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you go and subscribe to Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.